0: Get the introduction right. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hettinger. Now, the Haddon W. Robinson Center for Preaching exists to help pastors and other preachers become more effective in their preaching ministry. And we have available many resources, such as Pulpit Talk, our quarterly audio journal for preachers, and also our Builders series. Check out all our Center for Preaching resources at gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. That's gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. Now, in this week's podcast, we're going to join Dr. Jim Singleton, who is an Associate Professor of Pastoral Leadership and Evangelism at Gordon-Conwell Seminary, as he encourages us as preachers to take time to develop introductions carefully, as our hearers are going to determine from our introduction If they'll stay with us for the rest of the sermon.
1: Probably the last thing that I write when I'm writing a sermon is the introduction. I usually start by working on the main body of the sermon and try to make sure I've understood exegetically what's going on in the passage and exposit the scripture so that I can begin to explain it to my listeners. Often that leads me toward a conclusion where I feel that the sermon is winding up in a way that may give us one major kind of idea to land on and let the spirit work with, and then it's almost always the case that the last thing I do is write the introduction. For me, the introduction is that body of the sermon that causes the listener to be able to decide, usually within the first 45 seconds, is this sermon something I'm going to need to listen to? So I want to make the case early on about why you might just want to listen to this sermon and why you need to pay attention to what is yet to follow. That means in the introduction, I either need to set up something that might be a problem that the text is going to solve, or I might need to give just enough of what's going to happen so as to wet the appetite or I might need to tell some kind of story which brings the listener face to face with where this text is going to go. I find that these introductions are enormously important because, well, frankly, if we've done all the work of getting all the sermon in the order that it needs to be and people are not going to listen... It feels like a futile exercise. So I wanna make sure they're going to stick with me. I once polled congregants and asked them, if you don't listen or if I have lost you in the sermon, where do you tend to go with your mental processes? Most of them said they think about what they're gonna do on Monday morning. And when I found out how often it happened, I was a bit alarmed. So I thought, we've got to get these folks hooked into the listening of the sermon. So I would commend to you how utterly important it is to get this introduction right such that it causes a person to immediately want to engage in what is going to be said. So how do we do that? I find that our life experiences give uh, ready access to a number of issues that come up so that if, for instance, somebody was crossing your path with a car that was honking at you and you were frustrated by that and you wanted to know what you could retaliate and do to that car, suddenly it sets up an identification with the listener. They've been in that situation they felt those same things. And maybe that leads into a sermon that is going to finally address the issue of anger. Or maybe that's going to mostly be about the issue of frustration that comes out of the text. But to go for something that helps the reader identify with why I need to know this is going to bring them right into the experience of wanting to find out where is this going to go. Or Instead of identification, there could be one big question that they've just always wondered about. What is the problem of suffering and evil and how does that get resolved? And maybe in an introduction, I can give a little story of someone who has suffered and just say, when that happens to you, how do you begin to understand what God is doing with that situation? Again, it's appealing to identification, but it's moving into the question of their soul. So take time, spend time, work hard at getting the introduction so that people will in fact want to connect to the rest of it. For that's the hook that helps you catch the fish such that you can reel them in during the rest of the sermon. Yeah,
0: great advice this week in our Preaching Points podcast from Dr. Jim Singleton, associate professor of pastoral leadership and evangelism at Gordon-Conwell Seminary. And we want to thank you for listening to our weekly podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Our purpose each week is to offer brief reflections on preaching that will help you in your sermon prep and your sermon delivery. For more insights and wisdom about preaching, subscribe to Pulpit Talk, our quarterly audio journal for preachers that is geared toward preaching excellence. Find out info about pulpit talk at our gordonconwell.edu slash preaching website. All right, I'm Brian Henning, and we'll see you next time on Preaching Points.
1: Listen to your Spend less, gift better at TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and HomeGoods.